0: Where the lights shine bright, Vegas. in the clear desert not die. where they can make you a
1: star, Vegas, at the NFR. NFR Extra is a weekly podcast that focuses on the Wrangler National Finals Rodeo and features icons that embody the rodeo and Western lifestyle.
2: Mentally, man, I was, just, and I honestly think it, with my wife being pregnant, it helped me just stay calm and focus on something bigger because I was more worried about her, you know, than actually get too stressed out about the files going on. Tried to stay mentally focused on her and knowing that I had a kid to pay for in a couple of days <laughs> 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 uh, made me want to win more.
0: He would get us to eat things if we came to Louisiana that we didn't know what they were. Is that same with the Martin family? Can you guys sneak some stuff in?
2: I promise you, I could get you to eat a squirrel and you wouldn't know it and you yeah. like it. Oh. Wags was talking about and a turtle, and I don't know that a I'm. A turtle? A turtle, too. I bet you you'd eat it and you wouldn't know it. Yeah, and
1: I, I like it. He's big enough. I'll do whatever he says.
2: <laughs> Hi, I'm Fred Whitfield, eight
3: time world champion, and this is NFR Extra.
0: So, Tristan, I was going to start this call with like some cheesy cajun fake accent thing but i we, if we're going to hear any cajun accents we want to hear the real deal so we're
2: we're just going to talk to you
1: uh when did you start rodeo
2: uh i mean i grew up with my arena out my front door i'm a second generation dad rodeo they got involved with my great grandfather. he had a here he in a feed store and a slaughterhouse back in the 80s so that's where they started with him ride horses and stuff but uh and as, as long as I can remember, I was on the back of the horse or in the arena, you know. My uncle Casey had made the finals, and I had a couple of aunts and uncles that roped and rode Bronx and stuff. So, you know, about as long as I can remember is when I started rodeoing.
3: When did you choose to just stick with steer wrestling when you went pro?
2: Uh, I would say probably my junior year of high school, you know. I did good uh, my junior years when Casey started, like, really doing good. He had made the finals five or six times. and I loved the spirit wrestling and stuck out with it. And I just mainly focused from there on out just to stay spirit wrestling.
0: So tell us more about your family. I mean, I, I know you come from a, a huge uh, Louisiana Catholic family. So tell us tell us a little bit more about how big the Martin <laughs> clan is.
2: Uh, man, most people do not believe it. I have guys come over and practice, and they're like, oh, this is every day? I'm like, yep, because we have one arena. Most of the, every aunt and uncle lives, like, on the same piece of property right there, a couple hundred acres. And my house is actually three miles down the road, but uh, there's, like, 50-something grandkids. there. wow. I am, I'm the oldest. I'm 26, <laughs> and I'm the oldest. So they are, like, all <laughs> running around, playing football. I mean, like, I got to holler at the kids get, the, get out of the way. <laughs> you know, because they're running in the arena. yeah. No, out the way. Uh, Every day I go to practice, I got to clean the arena, clean up baseball bats, football, you know, whatever, because they'll turn the lights on and just, you know, play. But everybody's like, man, you, you don't ever get tired of, like, your family being out there. And it's just I grew up like that, so I don't know any difference. But, man, no, it, it's awesome because I've got 40 or 50 little brothers and sisters the way I look at it, you know, because they were all that close.
1: What's the and, Christmas time feed bill on that?
2: What about Thanksgiving? <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, well, it's funny because we have Sunday dinner every week. You know, my okay. grandpa, we he cooks at his house every week.
0: Okay, so so, uh, so since since you guys are having dinner every Sunday, you know, you have to have either different people cooking or or some specialties that get pulled out. So give us give us some of your uh, Cajun culinary favorites.
2: Oh. Uh, Honestly, every weekend my grandpa cooks the rice and gravy. You know, which is just pretty much a, a roast or whatever, put in the pot for a few hours. And, uh, I I gotta be straight Louisiana right here and say I love crawfish because I do, but it's only seasonal. You know, but uh, my aunt will cook like a jambalaya too for a side, which is just pretty much rice and meat, same thing. Uh, you know, but no they'll all pitch
0: in, so. and and he said that he would get us to eat things if we came to Louisiana that we didn't know what they were is that same with the Martin family can you guys sneak some stuff in
2: I promise you i get you to eat a squirrel and you wouldn't <laughs> know it and you yeah. like it
1: <laughs> Wags was talking about and, a turtle and I don't know that I'm a
2: turtle, a turtle too. I bet you'd eat yeah, it and you wouldn't know it,
1: yeah, I, like it he's big enough I'll do whatever he says
2: <laughs> yeah yeah uh, that's the thing. I mean, like most people, I've buddies up there in Kansas and stuff, and they duck hunt, and they just give the ducks away. I'm like, man, that's like a delicacy back home. No. You know how to cook it. It's really good. When I
1: mean, you're feeding 200 people, I mean, you got to.
2: <laughs> yeah, nothing goes away in yeah. our house.
1: <laughs> I want to change so, gears and, and uh, kind of looking at your career stats here for the steer wrestling side of it. In 17, you finished 137. 18, you made a big jump to 30. Yeah. And you went to 40, lost a little speed, 47 and 20. Yeah. and 21, you finished number five in the world. So yes, what, what switched there?
2: Uh, in 2017, it really uh, made my mind up like, hey, I'm going to do this. I'm, I'm going to make the finals, make a living of this, or I'm, I'm done. You know, because I was getting the age, where I was about to be done college rodeoing, and then... In 2018, I went on to win the college finals and they gave me a good boost. And uh, man, I just kind of, things weren't going my way the next couple of years 19 and 20. 20, we had a big hurricane at the house. So, like, our whole place has got destroyed. So, halfway through the se- season, I wasn't having a very good year anyway. So, I, I just went home in like the middle of June. But I, I think it was a, a lot more or less of a learning curve. You know, if you look at the seriousness in general, most guys with the exception of a couple are almost 30 before they make it for the first time. You know, I don't know what it is.
3: This is true, actually. We were just looking as a team here at LVE office. I think Bridger is the youngest one right now that's made it to the finals, and he's 24 or 25 at this time?
2: Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and I think before that, it was Rowdy now Rowdy was like 23 when he made him. You okay. know? The first time.
3: So
0: obviously we can we can hear the Denver airport in the background. We know you're you're traveling. How do you manage your schedule? I mean, what what's a day in the life of, of Tristan Martin on the road like?
2: Uh, man. Sometimes you never want it to end. Like, it's things are going so good and it's working out so smoothly. And other times, you just want to be done. You know, you just <laughs> want to find a bed and just turn your phone off and get away from everything and everybody. You know, but I me personally like i can go for a month or so you know everybody when you leave go to reno in the beginning of summer everybody's so pumped and it's going to be a great year well then come july 4th i mean you're wore out you're ready to go home you know and even if you're winning you're still broke you know the money just don't roll in like i mean especially with diesel at six dollars a gallon yeah Uh, so it's, it's really really stressful but for me the best thing for my sake, is to go home, you know, just go get a reset, and you know, see my wife, my little boy, and spend time at family with my family, and just take my mind off of the every day. I mean, like a job. I mean, you work thirty hours. I mean, thirty days in a row. You're ready for a break. Yeah, I like
1: the thirty hours. That's 30, <laughs> 30 hour work month for me. That's about right.
2: Yeah. <laughs> how how old your little boy? He is eight months. Oh wow. He was born the day we got home from Vegas last year. No kidding. That's awesome.
1: Congratulations on that.
2: Thank you.
3: What a wild ride that was. So you left Las Vegas, drove home. Was she in labor as you were like pulling into the house? How did did that all play out?
2: (laughs) It it was pretty crazy because we went to the doctor twice while we were in Vegas. We had got set up with one just to like check, you know, and she was actually having like many contractions at one time. But they had stopped. So we left. uh, We left Vegas the next morning and drove straight home. And we got home. We got in Louisiana at three o'clock that afternoon. And she had him at six. Oh, my God. Wow. Wow. Hats off to her. Yeah, it was. uh,
3: So you almost had a kid in some random hospital on the way home.
2: Yeah, I'm just glad it wasn't in the middle of New Mexico or something like that. Oh my god. Did you go
0: with a did you go with a family name or something? You didn't name him like craps or you know
2: Oh, you're gonna you. like you're gonna like this Boudreaux. Oh <laughs> yes.
1: Well that's it. awesome.
0: That's awesome. Oh, yeah. In more than three decades in Vegas, 360 world champions have struck gold. None have won more titles than the three that make up the inaugural Vegas NFR Icons class. Banners for Trevor Brazil, Charmaine James, and Ty Murray will be permanently lifted to the rafters at the Thomas & Mack Center. And on December 1st, all three will be honored at a tribute luncheon at Virgin Hotels Las Vegas. Get your tickets now. Go to NFRExperience.com forward slash NFR Vegas Icons for details. Right yeah. before you had your first child, tell us about the, the 10 days in Vegas, because obviously none of us have never competed in the Thomas and Matt. We've been there and watched uh, it. But what what do you what goes through your
2: mind as you prepare? It was, I mean, obviously you prepare physically at home, you know, but the mental part of it, I guess you could say, like, maybe I had a little bit of an advantage because I have been to Vegas. Uh, I mean, as far as a first-timer, do you know what I mean? I've been five or six years with my uncle and I like, stayed out there all 10 days. And then I actually ran the extras of the all in 2018. Mentally, man, I was just, and I honestly think it, it, with my wife being pregnant, it helped me just stay calm and focus on, I mean, something bigger because I was more worried about her, you know, than actually get too stressed out about the files going on. You know, I was trying to make sure she was okay and not get blinded by the lights. As far as even the party deal, a bunch of guys get caught up in the partying and, and all that. And I never, I didn't, I wasn't able to because we weren't able to go out. You know, so I took care of her and just tried to stay mentally focused on her. And knowing that I had a kid to pay for in a couple of days. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't me want to win more.
1: And diapers ain't cheap. Uh,
2: no, they're not.
1: So who is in your truck? Who do you travel with?
2: I travel with uh, Hunter Cure. Tanner Bruner and uh, Ryan Nettle. And solid
1: truck.
3: And who Hayes yeah. this
2: most? Actually, Ryan Nettle does. Uh, he's a rookie this year. Oh. but uh, And that's another thing I'd go back and say about my career. I think a lot of things changed when I got in the truck with Hunter. He has just helped me mentally more than anything, you know. And I can't thank him enough for that. And Tanner, I mean, Tanner's made the finals a couple times. He's a great guy. And then Ryan Nettle, he's a rookie. He's second in the rookie standings. You know, he's real close to getting his goal accomplished.
3: What has been your favorite rodeo this year? Whether it's because of a big win or all four of you walked away with a check, what was that moment this year?
2: Uh, it's hard to say. And I don't Fort Worth probably for me this year. You know, just because it was right there at the beginning of the year. You know, uh, right coming off the NFR it was actually the first rodeo that little boy got to go to. I mean, Fort Worth is pretty prestigious anyway.
0: So with that group of guys, um, do you guys have like certain things that you do? Like one person does laundry or this guy, you know, I mean, is there little idiosyncrasies that we can know about
2: or or that you're (laughs) allowed to tell? I would like to say we're very organized and everything goes (laughs) as planned all the time, but (laughs) Alive. <laughs> but, I mean, nothing ever goes, so no. I mean, as far as like, okay, you're doing this, you're doing that, no, because, man, it changes constantly. That's the thing about rodeo. and There's no schedule. Yep. You know, the guys that play football, play baseball, they know when the season starts, where they're going to be, where they, how they're going to do it, you know? You might, plane might get delayed, you get turned out of this rodeo, you got to go to this one, the truck breaks down, you can't go to this one. So, no. We just we, we have one or two deals in the rig. Like, if you went over 4000 a week, you have to uh, buy the other guys a steak dinner. Ooh, okay. Yeah. All right. So it gives us a little motivation, you know, to do good. But I'd say, man, you know, we're all pretty easy going, like, as far as helping each other. You know, if we're late to rodeo or whatever, like Tanner, I, I walked up there the other day because I was visiting with somebody. And he had all the horses saddled, had mine saddled, you know, just. We're a team. We're going to help each other out to reach our goals.
0: And everybody drives. There's nobody that won't pitch in or, you know, kind of gets uh, uh, a little happier.
2: <laughs> no, well, everybody pretty much drives. Okay. We we take turns about that. I try not to drive as much, so I don't have to. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so, who has the ox cord the most then? Or the Bluetooth, I guess I should say now?
2: Uh, I would say the rookie, the kid, metal. Okay. Because I guess he's. He it, keeps up with more of the generation, you know what I mean, the music. Uh, Hunter was getting his mood, but he want to jam out most of old school rock and roll. And we're like, we don't know all that. We ain't 50 years old. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, we don't know those songs. But,
1: uh, Trying to educate you kids.
2: Yeah, me, I just usually, I got a couple songs I listen to, but most of I just put on the Pandora and let it show you know.
1: What station on Pandora are we listening to?
2: Well, and then sometimes we'll put on hip hop, or most of the time it's like soul, exhortation,
3: and stuff like I, that. Okay, uh,
1: respectable. Yeah, I tell you what's crazy, and we had this conversation with Wags uh, um, earlier on this spring. The representation for Louisiana in the steer wrestling is strong, and that's you know we've seen that on the the junior world finals level. The power right. is coming from Louisiana. What is the deal?
2: And it's the food that you don't eat in squirrels. Yeah, get that done enough. Yeah, but I don't really know. You know? Uh, but it has been like I think last year we had five guys at the finals in Louisiana or four. You know, uh, but I just uh, you know there used to be a man up there that used to do a bunch of schools. Tom Farney, he did some schools. Uh, helped a bunch of kids for a while, but then actually me and Casey put on one now and just get trying to get the junior high kids to start, you know, uh, just to learn the basics. Because Casey would start going the junior high rodeos to watch as the boys started. And there'd be kids just, I mean, not even knowing how to do it. I think with the schools down there helping them get started and uh, just starting with the fundamentals, you know. They have somewhere to start. and they, If they want to progress at it, they can very easily you know you
0: you have a unique sponsor uh with community coffee and i'm jealous of that because the morning cup of coffee but we got some rapid fire questions for you so what's your favorite flavor uh
2: i just found a new one that's called the founder's blend it's a private reserve
0: okay how many cups of
2: that uh i drink two cups in the morning and i usually don't drink anything else unless unless i'm driving or tired or whatever but usually just two cups in the morning okay is it iced or hot uh it's most of the time it's hot, hot. any cream or sugar no just black okay
3: right. so that tells you it's really black. good coffee if he's just yeah, two cups, okay. too black can
0: drink it straight
1: yeah and don't put anything in their coffee they allow something sometimes but that's no
2: black uh that's yeah. funny is that and it's like I never even knew there was another type of coffee growing up, you know, just uh, all, I thought there was only community coffee, because that's all we ever drank at home. You know, that's okay. all we ever had.
0: How did that partnership come about?
2: Uh it's funny. I, we have a mutual friend that is uh, friends with John Jackson. But uh, so I had started the process of trying to maybe get on the team last year and. uh, I think they just had to do budgets and all that stuff to wait for this year. And sure. I think they had some meetings and picked their team and wanted to just keep it more louisiana based and uh, guys with the same goals and uh, mentality, you know, faith, family, community. Sure. And uh, I think they've done a good job. I'm, you know, it makes it a little bit – a lot easier for guys like us to make a living with great sponsors like that behind us.
3: In Louisiana, they have actual coffee shops, and I can't for the life. of Is it CC Coffee or something of that nature? Like they have actual, like drive-through
2: coffee. Yep, yeah, it's CC Coffee House, and uh, that's funny because my mom has been on me. She's like, "You've got to talk to them about opening one enough in Sulphur, where we live. We don't have one." <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> so, like Baton Rouge, is where they're from, and my parents spent quite a bit of time over there. And my mom loves them. She's like, they are way better than Starbucks. Or else. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, she's like, you've got to talk to them. She's like, you could even open it up and just get the franchise from yeah. them and move to be sponsored by them and on their company. <laughs> like, no.
1: And uh, just okay. with your family size alone, it'd be a banner year for the company.
2: Exactly. I'm like, if y'all all have to buy coffee from me every day. Yeah,
0: just don't <laughs> don't give the younger grandkids yeah. coffee. Like I mean, you don't want those baseball and football games in the arena going until like
1: three in the morning. morning. Yeah,
2: exactly. And When I got home with them, they're like, you know, we we want to give you coffee for you and your family. You know, I'm like, I don't think you know how big my family is. Yeah, <laughs> that package
3: a, might need to be a pallet. Yeah,
2: you better send a truckload. Yeah, a <laughs> uh,
1: bunch of little dirt bags playing baseball and and eating coffee grinds right out of the bag. <laughs>
2: Oh man. That's Try awesome. Catching some turtles and sw- uh squirrels for meals. You ever
1: have coffee rub Turtle? <laughs>
2: oh, it's funny.
1: Well, I tell you what, uh, we really appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule and uh we wish you the best of luck and uh safe travel to you and, and keep knocking it down and second uh, NFR qualification. Hope to see you at the Thomas and Mac.
2: Spring brood.
3: Right.
1: Yeah.
2: yeah oh, he'll be there. I promise you. Yeah.
0: We'll also need some squirrel and crawfish gumbo.
2: If you can. Uh, <laughs> Y'all going to have to come down there and get that. <laughs> yeah. Handle. I don't want that
1: in a tough <laughs> way. Hey, I brought it for you. No, thank you. Yeah.
3: <laughs> How does that microwave.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, they throw cool. the microwave away afterwards. <laughs> so yeah.
3: Those in the office that you're going to be like, mm, that smells terrible. Like when someone microwaves Brussels sprouts. Oh God. Tristan,
1: uh, no more turtle in the
2: microwave. No more turtles. <laughs> <laughs> all right.
3: So he
0: travels through Denver, and we'll see you in Vegas.
2: Hey, thank you all much. Adios. You. Thank
3: What's
0: you. It? Want to experience more of the NFR? Then visit NFRExperience.com, and we invite you to subscribe to NFR Extra on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and wherever you're listening right now. If you like what you've heard on NFR Extra, We would love it if you gave us a five star rating and tell your friends how to subscribe.